Welcome back, everyone, to Smash This Podcast. I'm J-Bone. Wow. So, WrestleMania 38 is in the books. What a what a crazy-ass two-night event. Um, right off the bat, I just want to say, don't forget to... Smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. <laughs> Uncle Mark's in the chat. Bone Daddy watching that mania. So I don't have to. Thank you, Jay Bone. You're welcome, Mark. There are a few things I would highly recommend, though, to to watch out of this. Honestly, um, I, I, if if I was if if I haven't watched WWE content in over a year and I was entertained, man, um, I mean, am I full blown gonna watch all the shows again? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, oh, Courtney was not happy. She, Courtney was, she was not sports entertained by the main event. (laughs) Oh, Global Wars is in here. What's up? Bell's boy. Wow. Some, some negative reactions to, uh, night two. Well, look, we're going to talk about it. Let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. And before I jump into this, just want to remind everyone, whether you're on Team Twitch or Team YouTube, you can share bits, you can sub, gift subs. If you're on Team YouTube, there's the super chat and super stickers. But by all means, smash that like button and smash that sub button if you're new to the content. So, so look, that was that was going to be the big question of the night because when I reviewed last night's WrestleMania Night One, I was pretty I was pretty entertained. I I came out of it pretty happy. You know, was it perfect? No, but the card was. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a long night, but if you watch all the pre-show stuff, then yeah, it's going to be long. There were no pre-show matches, and I think that might be a first, honestly. I, I, I could be wrong, guys. I didn't watch last year's, but this year they had no pre-show matches. Now, some of the stuff that would be considered pre-show they had on the night prior to WrestleMania on SmackDown, like the Hall of Fame, and they had the uh, Andre the Giant, uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, whatever they call it. Um, so, so, and some other stuff. I don't know what they all had. I don't. 
I think the only things honestly missing from Mania this year were the IC title and the United States title, which is kind of a bummer. But I mean, with all the titles that they do have, it'd be pretty damn long, you know. So it, it's all it, it is already long. So um, that's that was the big thing that I was wondering: how was Night Two gonna compare to Night One? I got to say that there were a lot of fun moments tonight as there were last night. Last night was it night one seemed to be more wrestling based. Tonight was a little more sports entertainment moments based. And, but it did have some fun wrestling. Like I, I liked I actually liked the main event. It wasn't super long, but then again, you know, when's the last time we had a super mega long main event out of Brock Lesnar? You know, he he gets paid by the minute, not by the uh, not by the hour. So, um, but the, there was decent amount of wrestling. So it starts out. The night starts out interesting. I was just getting done uh, doing some prep work for stuff because I figured I was just going to finish it after Mania was done, but I was working on it a little bit. Bell's Boy, my goodness. My goodness, Bell's Boy. Much love. With the $10 Super chat says for you, J Bone, for watching both nights without getting seriously ill. LOL. Well, you know, I, I'll admit when I did this a couple years ago and I did like watch alongs and reviews, that was legit painful. That was. That was way too long to like sit at my desk, which I've got a pretty decent chair. It's not the best chair in the world, but. Even my long Thursdays get, you know, painful after a while. There was no way in hell I was doing that to myself this year. I'm like, I am going to sit in my easy chair, maybe catch a couple wings during a couple matches if I feel like I have to. I don't think I'm going to miss anything that insane. Um, We'll get to that later. Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, there's no way I was going to sit here and do that. But thank you for that tip. Um, Mark, thank you, dude. Hey, cheers to you too, man. Cheers. Much love, dude. Oh, excuse me. Um, So it starts out interesting with, oh my God, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you for the tremendously generous Hooper sticker. 20 bucks. Wow. Thank you. Much love, Courtney. Warms the cockles of my heart. Uh, Starts out with an emotional moment, but uh, one that I think the fans need it. You know, I'm glad they didn't do this on TV if, if Trips was going to do this, he should have done this at a WrestleMania. Um, now, we did learn recently 
look, opinions aside, whether you like or hate the guy, love or hate the guy, whatever. Um, we almost legit lost Triple H last year. And as much as I may have my reservations about stuff from the past from him, I I certainly don't mean any ill will upon him. But we legit almost lost Triple H last year from what we're finding out now. The guy's got um, a defibrillator in his heart. For those of you that don't know, and um, yeah, he's done wrestling. There's absolutely, there's no, oh, maybe somewhere down the line, one more match. No, 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 he is not making an edge comeback. He's not making, um, he's not making a comeback, period. He came out, wanted to get that last big feel from the audience the audience of 70,000 plus, whatever it was, you know, um, gave him a ton of love and he took a pair of his boots and he left them in the ring, which is what the veterans do. You leave your boots in the ring when you're done. And, um, so yeah, it's, um, it was, like I said, it was an emotional moment. Um, and uh he's 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 got a wife and you know kids to think about so uh as much as i know he's gonna miss the squared circle um it's incredibly unselfish of him to think about the big picture and just stay out of the ring you know I mean, hell, look at Jerry the King Lawler. Damn near died at ringside. He's still wrestling. <clears throat> you know, Trip Trips is taking the higher road to that. He's like, nope. He's like, my job is stressful enough. <clears throat> I'm, I'm staying out of the ring. It's smart. It's smart. So I'll give him credit for that. Um, so he had a nice moment in the ring getting that last big Hoorah from the crowd, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. So, yeah. So then we start out match-wise with the uh, tag team championships. Now, this was... See, last night's was, oh, the SmackDown titles. These were the Raw tag team titles. Okay. I just, <clears throat> I didn't write down which ones they were, so I was just reminding myself. RK Bro defending against the Street Profits, which I've been very positive about the Street Profits before. I may not have talked about the WWE a lot recently. But I I, uh, I do enjoy me some Street Profits. Their athleticism is crazy good. And also we had the um, Alpha Academy. And they've really grown into quite the tag team. I mean, Otis, <clears throat> you know, used to be 
what rubbing cake all over his body or whatever the hell he used to do as half of the heavy machinery guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but Gables, you know, coached him into quite the figure. I mean, yeah, he still has quite the large figure, but <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he, he cleans up nice. He's got that, uh, he's got that, uh, you know, short haircut and he's a, he's a heel now. And, um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, he needed a change. He got one. He lost his other tag team partner. Unfortunately, I really enjoyed that tag team, but it is what it is, you know? wrestling evolves. I've said it once. I've said it a million times, but this was pretty fun. Um, RK bro comes out on top here and then, um, they're celebrating, uh, street profits actually with a, um, kind of a, a warm moment in the ring with the guys. And they're they're sharing their uh, their drinks and stuff with uh, RK Bro. Like, hey, let's celebrate. Here's some cups. Here's a little drink. Here's a little drink. They bring in the new guy, Gable Stevenson or Stevenson. I'm still getting used to this name. Which, in my professional podcasting opinion, this guy now he's he's new. He's new. He's no Kurt Angle, but I I look at him and I see the potential to become the next Kurt Angle. Okay. It's not gonna happen overnight, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling. This this next generation, as much as we knocked the WWE for firing five thousand people over the course of the last two years, yeah. I, I exaggerate, and I shouldn't joke about it, but you know what I mean. Um, uh, this, it, it, that's the, the, the hardest part they have now is, is to create new stars. And they, um, they've been, <laughs> it's, they have fired a lot more than they've created as far as new stars. So, but we saw a few of them tonight and I have a feeling, you know, we're really at a turning the page section in the history of this company. Love them or hate them. I, I really feel like we are. And so, and I, I saw some people tonight that really, that really shine and, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But they bring Gable Stevenson in there, and uh, they're all their cheers. You know, they're they're toasting each other, and uh, Gabe, uh, Shor- <laughs> the former Shorty G, if you will, because <laughs> see, there can only be one Gable, so <laughs> someone's gonna get a name change again. I got a feeling. That or they're going to change Gable Stevenson's name. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But anyways, um, so Gable comes in the ring, and he's like, not in my ring. He's like very upset at the drinking in the ring and knocks uh, Gable's cup out of his hand, and everyone just kind of was like, oh, 
you know, they take their drinks and they take some steps back and they leave the ring. And Gable's looking at Gable and uh, the former Shorty G gets a suplex for his uh, for his troubles. So <laughs> Gable uh, then joins the rest of the guys. They all get their drinks and cheers the audience. Then we get quite the... Um, Man, you know, I haven't paid much attention to this guy. I hear he's a former tag team champion, but this uh, almost guy, he's like, what, seven foot three, seven foot four? Just a monster. And yeah, he's no, like, he's no Sammy Callahan on the mic, but they're having him talk now, which is cool. Which, you know, they did, you know, they do the little rewind to see how we got to this point, you know. And, um, I mean, they're really building him up to be the monster. Now, I don't agree with how they did this because if you're building a monster, you got to build him for a while. Yes, he's not new to the WWE audience. He's been tagging with AJ Styles for the past, what? year ish he spent some time in the raw underground with shane mcmahon as a door hop or whatever you want to call the, the door guy the door dude i don't know what they call him um you know and now he's back as a singles guy he's talking a little but if you're gonna build this dude to monster status and make him believable, he should have destroyed Bobby Lashley in like, say, five minutes. Just, that's me. That's me. Like, like wow. It's like, wow, you, you just broke this guy away from his tag team persona. He's a singles guy now. And you already had him beat at the biggest stage of them all. I don't, I don't understand that. Cause I mean, this was nowhere near Hogan versus Andre status. It's not even a crumb compared to that. Um, I don't, I don't get, you know, I, it, did it ruin the night for me? No, no, I just don't. This is just one of my, constructive criticisms of the night okay i would have booked it differently but nonetheless almost got beat by bobby lashley so um good to see bobby lashley back though it's nice to see that his career has really taken a turn for the better in the wwe he is a former um is a wwe champion he was, I mean, he was champ for a while while I was not watching, which I feel a little bad about because I do like Bobby Lashley, but it is what it is. So, but nonetheless, we continue. Now, this next segment, it, well, man, it was a match, but I lost it. Damn near peed myself laughing. Now, my, my, my better half... Mrs. J-Bone is not a fan of the jackass 
uh, series slash movies uh, doesn't like them. Me, um, it's not something I haven't I have watched in a long time, but I do enjoy me some Jackass. I have not watched the new one that came out, but it seems like they're trying to create a new generation of jackasses, which, God, there's enough jackasses running the world already. Anyways, um, (laughs) I actually, as much as I wasn't looking forward to this, because I was like, oh, geez, but I get it. This, This is WrestleMania. This is what WWE does. They get some kind of celebrity, you know, Hollywood something to get involved in WrestleMania. And it draws a particular audience to bring in more views. Um, Do we know how much? No. But, like, last year was the big Bad Bunny thing, you know, and he's a big pop star or whatever, you know, I, I don't whatever he does. Um, hey, we got total nonstop impact in the chat. Awesome. <laughs> Doing the emotes. Tremendous. Um, but I tell you what, man, I laughed my ass off at this. Pon, uh, Pon, Pontus, Pontius, whatever the hell his name is, was, uh, taking his clothes off, running around with, you know, his underwear up his ass, getting his ass handed to him by uh, Sami Zayn. Wee Man was out there, body slammed Sami Zayn. Um, It's your bastard son-in-law. Ah, KL, good evening to you. Um, uh, who else was out there? They had the guys from ringside, like the newer guys that they're initiating into this audience. Um, they had they had all these guys come in that were part of the crew. I think the only, honestly, the only one that was missing was Steve-O. And I don't know why he wasn't there, but damn, I could have used me some Steve-O in this match. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, people are asking uh, Kalon to join me in the uh, WrestleMania discussion. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. He's even given me the uh, juggalo emojis in there. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. We've got the. Here we got the Juggalos, and we got the ICP guys. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> nice. Got any magnet emojis there? Ah, I gotcha. Um, but, okay, so, so Johnny Knoxville actually gets the win here, but they, the stuff they pulled out from this was, it, it was an, absolute riot Sami Zayn I mean hey props to Sami Zayn that absolutely had his ass handed to him by all these guys and yeah Johnny Knoxville actually did take some bumps 
you know, he took a few halluva kicks. Hell, I think most of the crew took a halluva kick here or there. Um, you know, Wee Man took a hell of a kick. Pontius um, had something happen to him. I forget. He had his underwear up his ass or something. I don't know. Um, but th- this was highly entertaining. Um, and <laughs> freaking... Um, Adam Cole was doing commentary and was Adam Cole or was it, I don't know, but when the giant hand swung and hit Zami Zayn and knocked him on his ass, then, uh, someone said, Someone said, oh, wow, it really looks like Sami Zayn could use a hand out there. Oh, God. That's the groaner joke of the evening, folks. <laughs> I laughed, though. It was good. That was good. Oh, not Adam Cole. Um, ah, damn it. What the? Michael Cole. Sorry. Michael. <laughs> It's it's Adam's Cole, Adam Cole's dad, Mike Michael Cole. Yeah, sorry, critical sting. Yeah, thank you for catching that because I didn't catch that yet. So, <laughs> but this match was highly entertaining. It was a lot of funny moments. This a lot of this was the ha ha stuff of the night, and there was a little later. We'll get to that. But this was a lot of fun, and I don't know how the hell they cleaned up that whole mess, but damn. Uh, uh, Pontius actually ended up going back underneath the ring. I don't know. Um, I don't know how long he was under there, where he came from, if he was under there all night. I don't know. But damn. Crazy. Crazy moment. Um, As much as I was not looking forward to this, I came out just laughing my ass off at this. And Johnny Knoxville probably has a few more gray hairs now. But damn, that... (laughs) That goofy, super, super Knoxville with the cape outfit. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> yes, that was a J-Botch, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. It's, yeah, if you like Jackass, you'll love this match. I'm serious. It was, it started out a little slow, but. It um it really picked up the pace after a while because it's just one thing after another. Like this guy comes in, this guy comes in. I mean, Sami Zayn had the entire squad against him. You know, he just <laughs> it was nuts, nuts. Um, all right, we so yeah, so Johnny Knoxville gets the win here. Uh, and like I said, props to Sami Zayn for being a good sport about this because. Uh, I think a lot of people look at him as being one of the better wrestlers on the, on the roster, you know, back, especially back from his ring of honor days, but he's, he did comedic stuff back then too. You got to remember, you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously. So. But all right. Next here. Now, I missed most of this 
because I was making myself a snack. And no, I'm not going to sit here and say this was my bathroom trip match of the night. Okay, I'm not that rude. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted a snack. I didn't know what was next, but I was like, okay, that was a lot of fun. I'm, I, got, I had the munchies then, made myself a snack. Well, we had the four-team um, women's tag titles match. So I caught part of this. I mean, this was a big hot mess. I don't really have too much to say about this because, honestly, they had a bunch of teams out there that were just, like, thrown together, it seems like. I don't think hardly any of these teams have been around for a long time. If I'm mistaken, let me know. I think if anybody could let me know, uh, it'd be Courtney because you know, I know she watches WWE content a lot more than me. But we had Naomi and Sasha Banks, which was nice to see. I was like, okay, that team makes sense, I guess. Uh, there was Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and they both looked like they just left a, a, a dominatrix club, which confused me a little. They uh, <laughs> they had Shayna Baszler and Natalia, and I was like, wait, what? Where, where, where are they? Putting these teams from I don't I don't get it. Uh, and then they had uh, the tag champs, the women's tag champs, Carmella and uh, Zelena Vega. And I just looked at all these teams and I'm, I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, if people complain about the uh, you know impact. Uh, world knockout tag titles once in a while. Hey, you want to see some wonky teams? Look no further. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I would say uh, the uh, multiverse of matches, uh, knockouts, tag match was. Uh, a lot better than this one. Just saying. Um, oh, my God. But Naomi and Sasha Banks won this one. Um, I really don't have too much else to say about it. It was, it was okay for what it was worth. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at least they got a bunch of the women on the show. You know? So, hey, props to them for that. At least they didn't have, like, one woman's match and, um, you know, and the rest of the roster is left sitting and catering, like ready for a match and a mania moment that's not coming, you know? So, hey, at least, at, at least they put them out there. So it is what it is. Now, next is, in my opinion, uh, probably wrestling match of the night. Um, and this is what I was looking forward to. It went a little long, but as far as wrestling content, uh, it was it was what you. <laughs> it was uh, it was good. It was good for what it was. I think I dozed off for just like a split second, you know, and I needed to, you know, slap myself in the face a little. I think this is when I grabbed a uh, energy drink, my last energy drink, to kind of give myself a little 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 boost, if you will. 
uh, we had AJ Styles versus Edge. Now, Edge came out, dude, Edge's entrance was just like old school. It was like a cross between like what Taker used to do and Brood, like old school Brood. And uh, I, th- I thought it was great. I was like, oh, my God, what what happened to Happy Edge? You know, his Edge has really turned super mega heel. I mean, he's, I think this is, I, I don't know if this is Raw or SmackDown. I, you know, I'm a little, little off on who's who, you know, I forget which, uh, <laughs> which announcers were out there for what matches, but, um, but damn, uh, whatever show he's on with AJ Styles, uh, Edge is definitely one of the top heels. I'm guessing Raw, because Roman is King Heel on SmackDown. So, um, <laughs> my, uh, my bastard son says Edge has been hanging out over at Hot Topic. I I, I did um, look at the uh, <laughs> entrance stuff. I was like, okay, Edge has been raiding Undertaker's closet. He was like, hey, you're retiring now. Can I can I borrow some of your shit? And Taker's like, yeah, but just you know, change some of the buttons on it. <laughs> It's like, uh, hey, can I borrow your homework? But yeah, just, you know, change it up a little, you know, same joke, different thing. Um, so yeah, it's this, this was a lot of fun. It's, it's projecting edge into a new storyline because at the end we got Damian Priest out there. And he had similar gear on, something, you know, kind of rock, rock and roll, heavy metal, maybe something out of Rob Helford's closet. Um, <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's that's what Rhea Ripley was wearing. Uh, but anyways, so, um, but yeah, so something's, something's brewing, pardon the pun, with uh, Edge and Damian Priest. Something's going on. And I don't think this is the last of it. I think we're going to get a few more people associated with Edge. Uh, And I'm all for it. You know, Edge is one of those veterans that if you're trying to boost up uh, some other young blood from the roster, put them with a veteran. You know, it, it, we've seen that throughout the years. Look at, look at evolution. You know, um, look at I don't know, whatever. You know, I don't know what <laughs> Edge's new faction. I don't. We're gonna find out sooner rather than later. Tune in tomorrow night. You're probably gonna know. Um, they'll probably cut a promo and be like, yeah, the name of my group is name that group. 
main event mafia. Yeah. Well, not really main event mafia because um, I wouldn't look at it like that. I'd look at it more like, uh, well, like what Edge did before with the Edge heads. You know, there's a good example. You know, he had uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder with him. You know, and they were they were the Edge heads, and they helped them. So, but like main event, main event mafia was all veterans. Well, except for Samoa Joe. So, but they didn't really elevate him because he was already a badass. But, but anyways, um, but yeah, Edge won here. Great, great match. I mean, good back and forth. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what's next for these guys. Uh, we had the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Now, this is the first time I'm seeing this Ridge Holland guy. Um, and Butch, <laughs> I laughed my ass off at Butch, the former, um, um, ah, shit, what's his name? Look at that. I watched WWE for a while and I forget the guy's name. He's, he's one of the more popular guys, but now they gave him this butch name and everyone just kind of giggles and snickers and points and laughs. Um, something done. Pete Dunn, whatever his name is. Pete, Petey Dunn, Pete Dunn, Peter Dunn. I don't know. He's just, the name is done. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, this one was over in like a minute. Pete Dunn, thank you. It was something done. Um, yeah, this this was over real super quick, and it was so that they could get like all the other stuff in. So I mean, I'm in. I was like, oh, like I. Yeah. Yeah, it was an accident. He he suplexed he suplexed Biggie and Biggie landed on his head. Yeah, it was that Rich Holland guy. Yeah. So um yeah, Petering all done. That's right, Zach. <laughs> but Butch, this guy he's he had so much energy and he kept wanting to interfere. And Seamus have to like keep running and grabbing him and like putting him in the like here, stay in the corner, and then he'd go jump up on the ring and get ready for a tag. So I mean, this whole thing happened in like a minute, and in the process of this minute, Butch, oh, it's so hard to say that. So, Butch was like running, literally running laps around the ring. He probably broke a bigger sweat than any of the guys out there because he was running laps around the ring trying to, like, jump up on the apron, interfere, all this, all that. It was just cuckoo, just batshit cuckoo. So as short as it was, it was very entertaining. But, yeah, it was way too short because I, I enjoy the new day, and I felt like to, you know, right the wrongs of what happened with Big E, you should have had the new day beat Seamus and this Ridge Holland guy, but 
the, the numbers, you know, it's, it's, it's basically three on two. So Seamus and Ridge, uh, one here. Uh, then we had Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Now I will say this. I was, and this is, all right. So this is kind of hard to swallow. So just hang on a second. I will, I will admit when I'm wrong, I'm, I'm mature enough that I can do that. And I've talked about this before a little bit before, uh, not, not a lot, you know, cause I haven't, you know, talked to much, uh, you know, WWE stuff in a while. I was not a fan of Pat McAfee. I could not stand him. I, I will even go to the, point that I will say that I loathed Pat McAfee. But over the course of last night and tonight, well, I'll be damned. I am a fan of Pat McAfee now. I'll say it again. I'm a fan of Pat McAfee. Uh, Is he one of my new favorites? No. But I went from loathing him to, hey, I will give this guy a chance. I will listen to him on commentary, and I will see what he has to offer in his match. I was mildly impressed with the match that he had with Adam Cole. It's somewhere within the last couple years. It's been like a year or two or whatever. I forget what it was. Wow dark selfie with the with the uh super chat here thank you for the 999 tip much love brother um says i like how you enjoyed wrestlemania this year i hope aew does something big at their next pay-per-view to top this year's wrestlemania pay-per-view uh pay-per-view wise i i watched both wrestling I, oh, I watched both. Wrestling is wrestling to me. Hey, and that's a great way to look at it. You you watch what you watch, and, you know, then that's it. That's that's kind of how I look at it, too, you know? Um, I basically stayed away from, for you know, because I, I think you're kind of new here for my audience. So thank you for joining, and thank you again for the tip. Um, I... I, I'm I'm an old bone, you know. I'm an old guy. I'm in my 40s, and I had watched WWE content for for years. So I I finally got to the point over the last handful of years here and there that I just you just got to take a break. You look for something refreshing to watch. You focus on other stuff, um, especially when it's not doing it for you, you know. So, so I've been focusing more on um, AEW Impact Wrestling over, especially over on TNI. You know, Total Nonstop Impact with all the Impact-related content. So, um, but uh, but thanks again, man. Thanks again. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bone daddy and old head, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely getting up there. Um, so, so Vince McMahon comes out, and he introduces Austin Theory as, um. He introduces Austin Theory as uh, a someday he's going to be a universal champion. And I was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's some big. Whew. I mean, and I'll, I'll kind of compare that to like back. Uh, what was it? Like 10 plus years ago, whatever it was. I don't know what it was. Well, however many years ago it was when uh, Drew McIntyre was um, the chosen one. For those of you listening on audio, I'm using my quote fingers, you know, the chosen one. And then he went away, came back, and he just, you know, completely rejuvenated his career. Um, similar to Cody, but different, you know, different paths, but similar you know what I mean? Um, so, but Austin Theory, man, um, I'll say this about Austin Theory. I am very impressed with him. I think he did a great job tonight. I have not watched a lot of his previous stuff in the WWE, but I was watching a lot of his stuff a handful of years ago when I was watching, this is another one. I always go back to this here and there throughout my podcasting stuff. When I run into someone that I used to watch years ago, now I'm seeing them again for the first time again <laughs> in how many years. Um, back when I watched Flow Slam and I watched a ton of Evolve events, Austin Theory is one of those guys that I saw it back then. And this is like 2017-ish. Um, he, um, yes, Critical Sting, here comes the Flow Slam advert. I'm still waiting for my paychecks because, you know, they, they owe me. But uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Flow Slam. Um, I, I, I dug him back then. He was one of my favorites to watch on Evolve. And I said this about him back then. I said, um, I said, I, you know, this kid hasn't been around very long, but I saw something in him. I saw something in Austin Theory. I said, this kid someday is going to be the next Shawn Michaels. Now, you may hear that and you may say, Wow, that's some that's some big shoes to fill. And I agree. I I completely agree. But I see it in him. He has the potential to be one of those, you know, top athletic sports entertaining wrestler types, you know? And he's still very young and he's still very it's still very early in his WWE career, 
but I think if he, you know, keeps going the way he is, um, he's going to be universal champion or WWE champion, whatever, you know, um, within the next couple of years, I can totally see it. So, you know, agree with me. You can agree to disagree with me, whatever, you know, but I see it. Um, so he comes out and I, I, you know, he's, he's very, very braggadocious. Like, ah, look at my body. You know, he's, he's, he's kind of like a very, like a very young, cocky Randy Orton mixed with the young hot bod of like a Sammy Guevara. Okay. So you put those two together and you got Austin theory, you know, along with the potential of being like a Shawn Michaels. So that's, yeah, I know that's quite the handful. That's quite the combination, but just bear with me. Um, so now, now Pat McAfee comes out. And I was like, okay, so I saw his match a few years ago or last year, whatever it was with Adam Cole, because I was curious. I'm like, okay, he's athletic. Let's see what he does. And I thought he did okay. I thought he did okay. Um, Didn't blow my mind from what I remember, but um, what was his name on the indies? It was Austin Theory. His name has always been Austin Theory. Go look up some of his stuff. He had some great matches um, five, six years ago in Evolve. Uh, so go check out some of that stuff if you can find it on, like, YouTube or something. Um, I don't remember against who, but that's where I that's where I watched him. In fact, what's funny is he was kind of a kind of a pasty face white boy just kind of bland kid and um really didn't like he was very talented but he was just kind of eh, kind of bland eh, you know nothing nothing that exciting he not a ton of charisma and then all of a sudden priscilla kelly this is where priscilla kelly comes in she started hanging around him and kind of like molding him and not, I don't want to say seducing him because it wasn't that kind of relationship, but she was the, she was a valet that kind of molded him into this great heel. And he, he cut his hair and he, uh, he got cocky, he got nasty. And it was, um, it's kind of a stripped down version of what you see now. Okay, so that was my introduction to him five, six years ago, whatever it was. <laughs> no, not Blake Christian. <laughs> no, Austin Theory's always been Austin Theory. But anyways, um, so Pat McAfee comes out, and he's coming out to uh, Seven Nation Army from... Um, Uh, Jack White's band. I looked it up earlier. I can't think of it. So whatever Jack White's band is. 
<clears throat> but I've I've heard Seven Nation Army a billion times in my lifetime. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. But anyways, um, so this starts playing, and the freaking audience is it's like okay, so you know it's a big European audience because people come from worldwide around the world. White stripes. Thank you, Bell's boy. Um. People come from around the world. So when you get these chants and, oh, uh, 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 and it's, that's like a really, for those of you that don't know, that's a really European thing to hear in the States. And then the States audiences started incorporating some stuff like that throughout the last, I'd say decade, decade or so, give or take a little bit. Um, but they are just singing this, you know, they are singing out Pat McAfee. He borderline has a stone cold pop of the night. I mean, they are so behind Pat McAfee. So now I hear this pop and I was like, wow. So this gets me kind of excited for this. I was like, oh my God, these guys love Pat McAfee. I'm like, is this? I'm like, is this a wrestling thing? Is this a commentary thing? Is this a football thing? Is it a little bit of all three of those together? But holy cow, one of the biggest pops of the night. And um, and, and this, this match was fun. They told a good story. Because a lot of it was wrapped around, number one, how was Pat McAfee going to perform? Number two, all this pressure from Vince uh, McMahon is on Austin Theory to perform well and win because he just got introduced as a future universal champion. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) but they have their match. Pat McAfee wins. Vince is pissed. And Pat Pat McAfee is just on this high now. Something happens to... Something happens to Michael Cole on commentary. I don't know what happened to him, but all of a sudden, he freezes. He stops. I don't know if he was emotional, if something was happening to him. But... um. On camera, like, they don't do a close-up of him when this stuff is happening. But if you listen, you hear Byron Saxton quietly telling Michael Cole, like, hey, take a a breath, sit down. Like, something was wrong with Michael Cole. I don't know what was wrong with him, if it was just Michael Cole being emotional or something. Because, like, I don't know if he's, like, really that much of a Pat McAfee guy that he got perclempt you know with the win or something i don't know you know maybe it was just the emotion of the crowd and everything around him or something was i don't know like i don't want to say heart attack but something happened to michael cole i don't know what happened but byron saxton was telling him to sit down so hopefully michael's okay um so all right so pat mcafee's on this big high he's like yeah, i just won i had my wrestlemania moment you know and then vince mcmahon is 
having this exchange then with Pat McAfee and everyone's watching Vince. How is Vince going to react to this? Because he's pissed he's pissed off at Austin Theory. You lost, you son of a bitch. You know, you can, you can see the mouths going, you know. And <clears throat> and all of a sudden, Vince is looking up at Pat. Pat and Vince are going back and forth. You know, they're, they're jaw jacking. And and Vince starts taking off his jacket like, oh, he's getting pissed. Like, you're going to challenge Vince? You're going to challenge the guy with some of the biggest grapefruits in the industry? Because <laughs> Pat's just riding this high now. He's like, oh, I could I could take on anyone. I could do anything. I just had this moment, you know. He's, he's got this emotional high. And... <laughs> commentary is even telling Pat like, Oh, Hey, uh, (laughs) Michael, go get your boy. You know, he's, he's, he's too much right now. He's, he's, uh, he's about to make a mistake. Vince takes off his jacket, starts to take off his tie, takes off his dress shirt, and he's got his classic black wife beater on and as soon as you see the classic black wife beater on the whole crowd goes oh shit here we go we got (laughs) are we oh no are we actually getting vincent kennedy mcmahon in his mid to late 70s in a match at wrestlemania oh you've got to be kidding me so he and Pat McAfee are still going back and forth. They're going, they're getting close. Something's going to happen. There's a ref there. Pat McAfee gets attacked. And then Vince just lays it into him. He's kicking him. He's humiliating him. And he beats him in like three minutes or whatever it is. So all in all, Pat McAfee is on the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows. And then all of a sudden, the glass hits. And Vince's color from his face, gone. He turns white. Austin Theory turns white. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is on his way down to the ring. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. This gets better and better. Oh, hell no. Comes down. um, And. Was it Austin Theory? Like he's, everybody was getting stunners. Austin Theory got a stunner, I think. Vince, of course, got a stunner because you couldn't have a complete weekend with all this stuff, um, and not have a Stone Cold Vince McMahon moment. But sure as shit, Vince gets stunned. Pat McAfee is very thankful now for this. And Stone Cold's like, yeah, come on in, come on in. Um, And it's like, 
at first I was a little worried for Pat. I'm like, oh, Pat's been through enough. Just, you know, toast him, drink some beer, call tonight. No, Pat McAfee got stunned. Rolls out of the ring. He's laying. This is the best part of the whole damn thing because this is just hilarious. My wife even laughed at this, and she really didn't didn't seem like she enjoyed most of the evening. She was just kind of in her own little world while I enjoyed this. Yes, Bell's boy, I'm getting to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Pat McAfee is laying on the ground next to the ring, just kind of pouring a beer half into his mouth, half onto his face. Like, oh, my God, I don't have to do anything else in my wrestling career. I had a WrestleMania match. I had a match with the boss. Win or lose, you had a match with the boss. You got to drink beer with Stone Cold, and you got you got Stone Cold stunned in the ring by Stone Cold Steve Austin himself. You just you like you had your entire complete fantasy booked wrestling career all in a span of like ten minutes. Unbelievable. Pat McAfee is just must be just in a state of euphoria for the rest of the weekend here. Well, the weekend's, you know, quickly ending, but you know what I mean. Um, he's he's going to be riding this for a while. Um, damn. But, uh, but yes, Bell's boy. The stunner that when he <laughs> Stone Cold was a little too wound up kicked Vince a little too hard in the grapefruits and uh, Vince stumbles back into the ropes. Steve tries to save the moment and kind of get him like back up. It's like, Oh, you gotta remember this guy's jacked still, but he's in his seventies. He's a little fragile, you know, no matter how much he tries to tell you he's not, he is. And then he's, you know, tries to spin him around and then stun him. And he kind of just fell off of him, bat, you know, bounced off the ropes. It it, <laughs> it was funny. I mean, you could say, oh, that sucked. That was horrible. It was funny. It was funny. Austin laughed it off, laughed for a while after this because he knew how bad it looked, but it's like, uh, whatever, it's the moment. The crowd was going nuts. There was, there was no one audibly booing what happened between Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. You know the history. You know the feud. It's one of the greatest feuds in professional wrestling history. Did it look great? No. But was it a fun moment, top to bottom, start to finish? From the start of the match to now, yes, because we got some surprises and uh, it's crazy, just crazy. I was, I was sports entertained. Okay, I enjoyed it. Um, so then I'm thinking, well, shit, how are we gonna top this? Oh yes, we have the main event. We have the main event. We have Brock Lesnar. Whoops. We have Brock Lesnar 
versus Roman Reigns. Um, Roman Reigns comes out. Now, I didn't realize they changed his music, but sure as shit, they changed his music. Comes out with uh, Paul Heyman, comes out with his cousins, the Usos. Everyone's got belts. So it was appropriate that the Usos, you know, won. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday that they won. I was thinking it was earlier today, but it wasn't. It was yesterday. Um, you know, night one, whatever. Uh, Brock Lesnar comes out. And I have never seen Brock Lesnar smile so much in my life, you know, and in the clips that they show, you know, the building of this last part of this feud. Yes, I know they faced each other for the 4,000th time, which I was not excited about, but I'm like, okay, at least, you know, these two are professionals. They're going to put on some kind of entertaining match. I haven't seen half of the other stuff they've done recently, so I'm not complaining about that. I just know that they've faced each other a lot. I'm not an idiot. I've seen it talked about, you know, I haven't watched it, but I'm, I know what's going on enough, you know? Um, and this one was like, what did I see? Like 12, 13 ish minutes long. So it wasn't the longest match of the night, but I feel like they told a decent story in the ring. I mean, this one really could have went either way, but if you know how WWE stuff goes, okay, this is the part where Brock Lesnar is going to go back up north and go hibernate with his hot milf of a wife for the next six to eight months until Vince calls him again. Um, and Roman Reigns is on top now. He's got all the belts. He beats Brock's, he, he beats Brock. Lesnar, um, and I thought it was good. I mean, half of it is just watching uh, Paul Heyman react throughout the match. That's half the fun, right? You know, he's one of the greatest managers of all time, in, in my professional podcasting opinion. Um, I really don't have too much to say about this. Uh, there was plenty of suplexes, plenty of spears, plenty of Superman punches. There wasn't really anything out of the ordinary for this. Um, it was it was interesting listening to the audience. There was a lot of people pulling for Roman Reigns, but there was also a fair amount pulling for Brock Lesnar. Um, so that was interesting. You know, that wasn't super shocking, but I was a little surprised. I thought it was just going to be a lot of cheers and a lot of boos. And it was both for each. So it was interesting. Uh, and I didn't really care who won this because I'm not that invested in the product. But <clears throat> so, it, you know, like I said, Roman Reigns won. It is what it is. <clears throat> now, I don't really know and this is wrestling. I'm not going to overthink this. I don't know if they're going to give him a belt now and present something on raw tomorrow. And he's going to float back and forth between raw and SmackDown. I don't know what they're going to do. And I don't know if they're just going to name a new champ on what other show that he's not on the most. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But like I said, this is wrestling. I'm not going to overthink this. Um, 
I've heard some preliminary stuff from like, you know, Meltzer's side of things, what they're thinking about doing. Take that with a grain of salt, you know. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember exactly what it is, but it sounds like they've got some kind of plan in going on. So I don't know. Um uh, I, I may watch the next few WWE shows. Uh, am I going to like, you know, review them on the night that they're on and everything? No, probably not. I may watch them and do some highlights after the fact the next day or something. If I have the time, unless something like insanely cool happens that I think is worth talking about. Like, honestly, one of the most one of the biggest things that I'm very curious about is to see what's going to happen with Cody because I, I loved him in AEW. I loved what he's done ever since he left the WWE, but now he's back. So do I want to see what they're going to do with him? Yeah, I do. So I'm, I'm probably going to be watching for that, but, uh, but nonetheless, it's going to be, you know, the next night after this, of course, is Monday night. Go over, go over to the at uh, that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. We're gonna do the uh, throwbacks like we always do. We're we're winding down the NWA TNA uh, pay per views. We've got what a handful of them left, five, six, seven of them left, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's as far as WrestleMania, I was. I actually liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it this much, but I really had a blast watching both nights. Was it perfect? No, but it, I was entertained enough that I can speak pretty positively on it. And, and that kind of shocks me. You know, I can sit here with a smile on my face and be like, yeah, there's some, some stuff in there that I would absolutely watch again. I watched the stone cold segment a few times back from night one. Um, crazy, crazy. So, um, dark selfie says, how long has the NWA been around? Um, uh, like 70 years. They just celebrated the, Oh, Bell's Boy says since 1949. Okay, so do the math. Uh, but yeah, it's like 70-some-odd years. Hey, William Gardner, what's up? He likes it. The bone man really likes it. Yeah, I, I dug it. I dug it. You know, was was I sit here and going to bitch about my, you know, $3.99 that I spent to get the peacock and, and watch an insane amount of hours of wrestling over a two-night period? No, because I liked most of it. <laughs> and if I didn't, I wasn't going to sit here and be like, well, shit, I spent all four bucks and I hated it. <laughs> oh, well, it's four bucks. Um, it is what it is. So, um, oh, they just had the 75th. Okay, whatever it is. It's, it's been around a while, right? So, um, So that's it for... The crazy two-night event, WrestleMania 38, is in the books. And if you're watching this after the effect, 
Let me know what you thought of it. Honestly, did you dig some moments? Did you did you love some moments? Did you hate some moments? Tell me what you liked. Tell me what you didn't like. You know, keep the conversation going in the comments. And um, thank you so much. You guys made my night. Here I'm thinking I'm going to get like two people watching here. I had a nice little audience. And your tips were insanely generous. That just uh, makes me so very happy that, you know, because I don't talk about WWE stuff on here. And the fact that you guys were that appreciative to hear me talk about this when I never talk about WWE stuff and you tipped me on top of it. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Makes all the time that I sat out there in my easy chair, uh, drinking energy drinks and trying to stay hydrated for this. Like, Oh God. All right. We're going to review this one. Yeah. We're going to review this one. It makes it all worth it. Thank you so much. So, like I said, join me tomorrow night over that other little show TNI. We're going to do the NWA TNA. I don't remember which ones. It's like I said, it's getting towards the end of the NWA TNA pay-per-views. There's a handful of them left. Um, it's been a hell of a run with those. You know, it's I've had a blast watching them because I watched them all for the first time. Unlike Trent, who watched them all on his friend Dave's couch <laughs> back 20 years ago. <coughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, don't forget, Trent's going to be on Raw tomorrow night. Um, Veer is going to debut on Raw. Oh, shit. Can't wait to see Trent on Raw. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to kill somebody. I don't know. Who knows? Who's, we'll see. Maybe he'll come out with a giant, uh, you know, stormtrooper, sparkly stormtrooper helmet. He'll crash through some barrier and fall flat on his face. How appropriate, right? Uh <laughs> All right, so on your way out of here, uh, thanks again for watching. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Good night, folks. Take care. Um, see you Monday night. Later. Later.